When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On the line from a Cricket Unfiltered podcast. Um, he is a cricket broadcaster, Paul Dennett. Good afternoon, Paul. How are you, mate? Good, Chris. How are you? Mate, really, really well. Um, I don't know where we should start here. Um, let's look ahead to tonight's match. Are you envisaging any late changes to the Aussie lineup? I think that there's a possibility that they might give um, Ashton Agar a game. But other than that, um, I think that there's nothing... Nothing going to be too dramatic. It was a pretty impressive in the end win um, on that first night because I think the pitch was a little bit spicier than anyone realised. And I think the Australian bowlers put their score of 149 into context. So another mm. win is likely, but you never know. Sri Lanka are a team on the rise, I think. Yeah, just rewinding a few days to the, the first T20. Um uh, with the ball in hand, Adam Zampa was just so impressive, wasn't he? Josh Hazelwood too. The figures that he churned out were just just incredible um, sort of a struck match between those two, I would have thought, in, in terms of player of the match. Yeah, and the Hazelwood's form, um, you know, he's been bowling well in difficult conditions. He was uh, bowled really well in the IPL and really well um, in the in the World Cup. So to, to be back in T20 cricket in Australian conditions, uh, it's very exciting. And it's amazing that for a while there, he could not really make our top side. So we've got the, um, the World Cup defence this um, October and... He's going to be key. And Adam Zampa, um, I never thought he was going to be that good. He's completely proven me wrong. He's one of the, the premier um, short-form bowlers in the world now. Mm. Uh, with the bat in hand, um, Captain Aaron Finch, um, he uh, again missed out on the runs. And, and he hasn't done too well, has he, in T20s recently in terms of internationals, I mean. From from the World Cup, he, he wasn't really, he was a little bit inconsistent. Um, I, I imagine he'll be hoping to get amongst the runs tonight. Well, it's going to become a big story if he doesn't get some runs in this series at some point because Australia is very, very keen, obviously, to have him as the captain um, for the World Cup. I think they place too much stock on that. I think that they'd be better off just picking the best players and then and then finding the captain. But I think that their attitude is Finch would have to fail miserably between now and that tournament uh, to not be included. But we've got some um, powerful players at the top and with, with Warner not being in this series and Mitchell Marsh not being in this series, it gives... Inglis and McDermott um, a chance to shine, then the, if, he, if he keeps on failing, the pressure could really come onto him. But he's one of the nicest guys in cricket, and I, mm. I, I hope he succeeds. And the future for McDermott, I mean, you, you can't really put a ceiling on that, can you? No, it's, it's amazing because a few years ago, he, he played an unbelievable knock in the Big Bash, and it looked like then that he was going to be a fixture in the Australian side. And he kind of got in the side, kept on getting run out, and <clears throat> then sort of went off the boil slightly, and then this season has come back uh, with with great um, authority. Uh, it wasn't his fastest the other night, but again, as I said, I think the pitch was a little bit more difficult than people thought. So, getting that first fifty out of the way, it's going to be really interesting to see if he if he figures actually in our starting eleven for the World Cup. We'll talk about the IPL, the money being thrown around there at the auction um, in a moment. Before we do that, um, just reflecting on. Um, well, I guess the life and times of poor old Will Pekoski, he cannot take a trick. Uh, I don't know what number concussion this is now. It, it's in double figures. Do we know any more about that? Um, and, and 
Well, how is he? Well, I mean, it's one of the saddest stories in sport to have. I mean, his talent is sublime, and he's such a likable guy. Well, every time I see him interviewed, mm. I just warm to him. Have that talent, um, and really, he, he should be playing Test cricket and scoring centuries. Uh, um, I think the situation is that he's got to just uh, consult with his doctors, and that there's a lot of people saying, well, now's the time to draw the line. But I mm. think that if it was me, and presuming that he wants to keep on going, you just got to ask the doctors a very simple question. If each time I get concussed, I do the right thing, I stay away from the game until it goes away and I don't kind of get that concussion on top of concussion, will my long-term health be okay? And if they say yes, then I see no reason for him to, to stop. If they say no or we don't know, then that's when it starts to become uh, a very difficult decision. So that was the final day of the, the, as it turned out, the drawn match between Victoria and South Australia. Um, take us, do we know exactly what the incident was? It was in a pre-match warm-up, was it? Yeah, that's, you, you hear it and you think, why are they bowling bounces to him in the nets? And suddenly, no, yeah. it wasn't. It was uh, playing a game of soccer um, <laughs> and it was just in the pre-match warm-up. And so that's where it seems that, um, and I'm far from an expert, but mm. either maybe he has a, just a propensity to um, get concussion more easily than others mm. or we're just noticing it now. In, in 20 or 30 years ago, it would have just been, oh, he's a bit dizzy for a few days and he keeps on playing to the long-term detriment of his health that no one would have known. Um, or is it a cumulative thing that as he gets, keeps on getting them, do they become uh, more likely? So, yeah, it's, uh, I still hope that there's, a, there's a, a positive outcome from this at some point. Mm. Yeah, so do I, because we know how much talent he's got. Um, and y- y- you would hate to think it's a premature end to uh, what we all thought would just be such a, um, such a prosperous career. But let's not uh, draw a line under it yet, Will Bukowski. Let, let's hope that he can um, see his way through all this, get the right help, and 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 the best is is yet to come from him. Right, let's talk. Uh, let's talk about some cash, shall we? Plenty of cash being yeah. thrown around at the uh, the IPL mega auctions. A hundred million of the dosh, if you don't mind. Now they're still earning uh, a million or more each. So Pat Cummins and David Warner, both um, still in the money, very much so. But um, a bit of a haircut they've both received. Yes, it's hard to feel sorry for someone earning yes. over a million dollars for eight weeks. But um, Cummins has dropped from 3.16 to 1.35 and Warner from 2.3 to 1.16. So, you know, they're going to need some, some, some financial help. And Mitch Marsh, I mean, uh, he's been picked up to join Delhi on, I think, a 1.2 million uh, deal. Yeah, and I, I reckon that's really good for for Australian cricket because the yep. fact that he's going to be there and, and David Warner, both under the guidance of Ricky Ponting, I think that if Australia had their way, Ricky Ponting might be our next coach. Every time you hear him speak cricket, you just think, wow, this guy knows what he's talking about. Even hearing uh, some of the, the, the English journalists like Nasser Hussain saying that just he's the best brain in the world. So having um, Warner and March, Marsh under his guidance can only be a, a good thing. So it continues today, right? Um, and how am I right in saying there's about 43 Aussies? Um, does that sound right to you? Uh, it does. Going under the hammer. Uh, Steve Smith was overlooked, I believe, right? On the, on the first day. Yep. And Matthew Wade. Yep. And Adam Zamper, actually. And um, Adam they Zamper. could all still get picked up. Um, the, I think they get re-entered into the auction at the sort of, um, if a team wants to kind of consider bidding them at a, at a reduced rate. So, it's been it's happened in the past where players have missed out on the first day and then have been picked up <coughs> mm. on day two. But um, the one that's going to be interesting is also is Tim David. But um, 
he's got a base price of seventy five thousand. He um, I think he should be in the Australian side. He's just the biggest hitter going around in the world. He's six foot five. He bowls a bit everywhere he goes in the world. He he operates at a strike rate of about one hundred and eighty. Um, and I think that there's uh, every possibility that he might get picked up for a big amount. And I hope he does, because it might alert the Australian selectors that this upcoming World Cup, he's a very exciting player and they should be thinking about him. Mm. Um, all righty, back on to tonight's game. So Andrew McDonald, um, he's overseen, well, a successful first um, match in charge, us winning by, was it 20 runs, Duck, Duckworth Lewis method. Uh, a lot of room for improvement, I think, in the Australian team. We got off to a really good start and then just sort of crumbled um, in a heap. Uh, it's too early, too early to, to, to make a um, an assessment of, of Andrew McDonald. But from what I've heard from him um, in recent days, he, you know, he, he certainly has his, his head screwed on the right way. Yeah, he's very well regarded. Um, he's... Uh, I think the player's choice that they'd be more than happy for him to be the long-term coach. And I think that he, he, he would be a good choice. And that um, the big difference between him and Langer, there's no question that they're both very intelligent um, and great cricket operators, is that he is more of that nurturing, pat-on-the-shoulder, um, uh, father-figure-style coach rather than the Langer sort of um, determination and passion, which... It may well have been that we've got the right outcome, that we probably needed that three or four years ago. Maybe we don't need it now. But will he actually want the long-term job? It's a massive commitment. Mm. And, um, you know, you spend 300 nights of the year not in your own bed. Um, there's there's a lot of easier money to be made elsewhere. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll have to wait and see. But uh, i tell you what I might do. Uh, I heard an interview yesterday. He joined um, He joined us on yesterday's Sports Central program, I might even replay that um, if we, we can dig that out because I, you know, I, I like what I've heard um, from him. Hey, just back on the IPL auction too, Paul. I don't know if you, you picked up on that or we'll know more about it. The poor old auctioneer fell off his perch. He had some heart troubles or something. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. The, the camera was focusing on the, uh, the various different bidding parties. Yeah. And they're all kind of chatting amongst each other, amongst themselves, working out what they're going to do next. And suddenly everyone's faces um, blanched and they, they cut across and the poor bloke's lying prostrate oh. on, the, on the ground. And um, they then cut the, the broadcast and went back to the host studio. Um, it didn't look like they were, like, I don't know, they, they probably should have been rushing to him a bit more urgently, but I think he's fine. And it was just a, a case of a, um, a bit of a low blood pressure at that point. Um, but it's, um, yeah, it was, it was pretty striking television. Yeah. Okay. Gee, anything you, know, you never can never plan for that. I hope he's all right, Hugh. Uh, Hugh, I'm, I'm not sure about Ed Meads. I think he is. So, um, hope he is okay. All right, mate. Uh, thanks for jumping on the line, Paul. Um, are you are you heading out to the cricket tonight? No, I'm. Um, I'm not. Um, I'm. I'm tempted to, but um, I think I'm probably not going to. But um, I think that the good thing about it is there's no rain forecast. So. Uh, hopefully we'll get more than 12,000 like we did on Friday. Well, there's the challenge, cricket fans. So what did we get last night at Parramatta for the for the footy? 27,000. Righto. So my challenge to you, Sydney sports-loving Sydney fans, cricket fans, you need to get at least 50%, right? So what's that? What's that? Quick sums. We're at 13 and a half. 13 and a half. 13 and a half. Oh, we're all very quick here. What about that? We all jumped in. <laughs> Righto. So anything less than 13,500, okay, it's an un- underperforming tonight at the SCG. Paul, thanks for joining us, mate. Always good to chat. Thanks, Chris. Good stuff. There is Paul Dennett from uh, the Cricket Unfiltered 
um, podcast. Jaleesa Apps also is on there as well as Andrew Menzel. So um, check it out if you haven't done so already.